Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 137, Myths and Truths of Everyday Millionaires with Chris Hogan. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And we have such a special guest for you today. And we are as excited as I'm sure you will be. Whenever we get these big names on, we always get an uptick in downloads. And we are especially excited about this one. Absolutely. He's an amazing guy. We're going to intro him soon and you'll get to make up your own mind about him. But yes, (laughs) I am excited. Interviews are always my favorite, especially when we can talk with authors and and some well-known people in the space of personal finance. I know, because they wouldn't talk to us otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) This is the way we get to get in there with the relationships. So (laughs) that's fun for us. But first, our sponsors. We've got the Frugal Friends Workbook. If you're starting to think about how you're going to do better with your finances in the new year, and if you're not, you should be, so here you go. (laughs) But you already know you're not going to make a complete 180-degree change in your life, then check out the Frugal Friends Workbook. It's a digital workbook with six week-long challenges that turn improving your finances pretty much into a game. In addition to the challenges, you'll get 60 pages of teaching and implementation guidance. And while it can be completed on your own, it is created to be gone through in pairs or small groups. That's why every purchase comes with two downloads. You heard that right. That is buy one, get one free right there. So head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash workbook to learn more and use the code TACOBELL all one word, to get $10 off the regular price. Yes. That's special for our listeners. Talk Just about. for our listeners that would get the Frugal Friends Workbook, not <laughs> yeah. anybody else. <laughs> exactly. Today's episode is also brought to you by money. Yes. It's what makes the world and this podcast go round. There are a few things money wants the Frugal Friends to clear up right now. This is more of a PSA for money. First, money wants to be your friend. She wants to hang out with you, so please stop sending her away like she's a door-to-door salesman on a Saturday morning. Second, money is looking for you. She knows you want more, and she's trying to bring friends, 
But when you keep her trap in a checking account or worse, sending her away, her friends will follow her and you won't be able to hang out and form that like really great sorority you're planning. (laughs) So please, for money's sake, keep her nearby and let her grow. I'm so proud of you. This is so deep. But also, (laughs) do you get door-to-door salesmen on Saturday mornings? Okay, so that's not the first thing I wanted to say. <laughs> but like who do, who comes to your door on a Saturday morning and just picture that person? Yeah, I would send them away, most likely. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you would. Yeah, whoever it is, you would send them away. <laughs> well done. Don't do that with your money. <laughs> we love our sponsors. They're so great. Yes, we love money. You know, something else that's great and more important is this interview with Chris Hogan. So you may know Chris Hogan through a guy named Dave Ramsey over there at Ramsey Solutions. We also had Rachel Cruz on our episode 116. And we're super excited to have Chris on today because, well, he's fun. He's just a lot of fun. He is fun. Yeah. We have had the opportunity to meet him several times over the last few years, so it's a treat to have him on the show. For those who don't know, Chris Hogan started his career as a debt collector and then became a financial coach because of how many people he saw struggling. And that's great, seeing a need and then filling it. So he's now, cut to today, two-time best-selling author and one of the most dynamic and enthusiastic speakers I've ever heard, guaranteed you all will absolutely fall in love with his voice and hopefully the content too. I know. One time Chris Hogan was on Chris Browning's podcast, Popcorn Finance. Oh, those are two dynamic speakers. I know you should look up the episode. I'm blank. I don't know what episode number it is, but you just search for it on Chris's website and it is an episode that will blow your mind with like the butteriness of the voices. Uh, Popcorn Finance interviews Chris Hogan. Oh, man. If you need a pick-me-up, there you go. (laughs) But we're excited to specifically talk to Hogan about millionaires because I imagine right now, more than ever, people are discouraged about their finances and trying to just get stable, not even thinking about becoming a millionaire. But I promise you, when you shift your mindset to believe you're a millionaire waiting to happen, things change. And so we want to help you make that shift today as much as possible. So we're going to talk about what a millionaire is. We're going to debunk a few myths that might be holding you back from believing wealth is possible for you. And we don't want you to settle. Like we want you to build wealth because if you're listening to this, you're probably a good person and we need more good people to be wealthy. You feel me? Mm. So like, We're going to talk about money mindset more in a few weeks, so get comfy with that. But we're starting today with talking about millionaires and and why it is attainable. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Welcome, Chris Hogan, to the Frugal Friends podcast. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you all. We are thrilled to have you. Both Jen and I have had the opportunity to meet you in person in the past. And that's better, of course. But, you know, in the age of COVID, through Zoom and through podcast works too. So we are excited to chat more. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. We want to talk about millionaires today. This subject that feels unattainable for many people, but we want to kind of shift some mindsets with your help today, Chris. 
And so to start off, we know that this this is a big area of expertise for you. You talk about being an everyday millionaire and investing and building wealth and all of these things. So we're excited for your expertise. But to begin, can you describe for us what is a millionaire? What, what would qualify someone as a millionaire? And why is this a good aim? Well, and looking at it, there are, you're right. This is a big topic. There's a lot of conversation out about it. And really digging in, I wanted to help people to understand what it was and how you can get there. And so for me, looking at it, it's all boils down to taking what you own, all of the items, your 401k, the money in your bank, your cars, the equity in your home, all the things that you own, minus what you owe, anything that you have debt on. And so if you take what you own minus what you owe, that end number, if that is a million dollars or more, then congratulations, you're an everyday millionaire. Woo-woo. Yep. So it becomes this thing just to look and to be able to track. And so, you know, for me, it was one of those things and understanding I grew up in Kentucky in a small town. And so, you know, in my mind growing up, it was you had to be a pro athlete or an entertainer or an actress or something in order to be able to hit that. Or you had to be born into money, right? You had to come from wealth in order to be able to establish it. And so we set out just to, to, to set the record straight and to help people know the truth. Yeah, it's a simple formula. And I think a lot of complicated concepts can be simplified and then can help us. I think when it feels so unattainable, not that easily understood, that's when we think, well, that's not for me. But just to know in its simplest form, this is what it is. Why do you think this is a good aim for somebody? Well, I don't think, you know, I don't think it's necessarily something that someone, everyone has to aim for that, right? But I do think it's important for us to be aware that at the end of the day, we want to be able to take care of ourselves. We want to also be able to provide for the people that we love the most. And we also want to be able to give, right? Giving's the best thing that you could ever do with money. And so being able to look at this and understand, it's not so much that everyone needs to have that as a goal. We're all wired a little bit different, but in looking at it and helping people to understand that it is something that can be obtained and that more regular everyday people are in this category of a millionaire than people believe. And so everyone thinks it's got to be the lady that's dressed in the Armani suit, you know, leaning on the fancy car and from the big house. And so we set out to set the record straight. We did the largest study that's ever been done. We talked to over 10,000 of them all across the country because I wanted people to know the truth. And it's not about a high paying job. It's not about being born into it. It's not about an inheritance. It's about hardworking people that are investing and being intentional with their money over time. Yeah, at least not being upside down with your finances, at mm-hmm. least being in the red, or I'm sorry, in the black, not in the red. I just like that color. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but not financially, right? Yes. But, but it's possible. And, you know, the inside the book uh, that I did, Everyday Millionaires, the stories in there. Now, I love the statistics. You know, you talked to over 10,000 people. It's a serious research project. And I love the information that I provided from that statistics and just in the research. But the stories in the book, these stories are the thing that touch my heart because you're talking about people that were once homeless, people that were born into severe poverty, or people that didn't come from nothing. And so they worked over time. It was about the dream they had in their heart about what they wanted to do. And they said, you know, I want to be intentional with my money too. So it's not some mystic 
cloud or it's not a country club that you have to be invited to join. It has to be a mission and a level of focus that you have for yourself. I think what you're describing is making it attainable for people. And we connect with stories and we connect with real life experiences and realizing, oh, it's not just this small group of people that I've had in my mind as far as who this describes. It's a lot of different people. It's attainable. And that can really help to shift the mindset to say, oh, this doesn't have to be my life forever. There are steps that I can take to be aimed at even generosity. What a much better aim. And thanks for laying that foundation, not just to build up my own wealth, but for the purpose of caring for those around me. That's exactly right. Well, I mean, if you even look in the Bible, you know, there are so many scriptures, over 800 about money. Money is a tool, right? And just like any other tool that can be used, a hammer or nail, these are things that are used to build. And so money is that as well. I mean, the story of the Good Samaritan, right? If this individual didn't have money and didn't have margin, he doesn't get to become the Good Samaritan that steps in to help someone that was in need. And so it's it's just a matter of perspective. And I'm glad you hit on the believe part. It's one of the things that I really hit on. You have to believe that it's possible for you. And if you think you had to have it handed to you from an inheritance, and if you didn't come from a family of money, then you automatically exclude yourself from even potentially joining that group. Or if you think you have to have a high paying job, you don't. Or if you think you had to go to some fancy school and you didn't. So then, you know, I wanted to chop down these myths so people could see the truth and then begin to decide for themselves, what do I believe is possible? And then what am I going to work to strive to? And that's really what it boils down to. We want to actually dive into a few of these myths a little deeper because I do think that these these mindsets and these myths are a big block to people achieving this because it prevents them from even starting. Yes. So the first myth we want to talk about is that wealthy people get lucky and make risky investments. What have you found to debunk that? Well, first of all, it's not true. In reality, what these individuals did, they weren't into Bitcoin. These millionaires, they they weren't doing They were into options, right? No, they were not. (laughs) No, Jen, they didn't. They didn't do these things. They were people that were using employer-sponsored retirement plans, 401ks, 403bs, Roth IRAs, and IRAs. That's what they used. Almost 80% of them said that was the number one tool that they used to be able to build wealth. I say this because I hear about Bitcoin and I hear about cryptocurrencies and all these things. And people believe that, hey, I've got to take this crazy risk in order to build wealth. And what ends up happening is you take this crazy risk and you end up losing more money. Or unfortunately, as I've seen people going into debt for these things. And so it's important for people to understand it's not about the risk investments. And honestly, it's about the boring typical slow things using the 401k, the 403b and Roth IRAs. So that's really the secret. It's amazing that you say that. I found myself in a lounge at an airport talking with somebody. We we made it there because of our frugal lifestyle. Others made it there because of the debt that they want to rack up on their credit cards. Either way, we were there together in this room. And this, this gentleman worked for a financial investment firm, a large financial investment firm. He himself was not able to do some of these risky investments. Your typical Roth IRAs and 401ks was all he could do so that he wasn't getting himself into precarious legal situations. 
But he said that is the case for the wealthy millionaires that he worked with. I'm just affirming what you're describing, Chris, that all of those people got there from usually the traditional routes. It wasn't a result of these random, you've got to be a brain surgeon to understand what you're even looking at. It was this very traditional, slow and steady way of investing. And that's what got them to their position of wealth. It really is. And it's so true. So if almost 80% of these millionaires use those things, another stat that really jumped out is almost 70% of them utilize an investment professional in their life. So that means they weren't going it alone, right? They were getting with someone that had knowledge that they didn't have to be able to guide them. And I was so grateful that that stat rang true because that's one of the things I talk about on my show is that I'm wanting people to go sit down with someone, let them review your 401k or your 403b. Look at the way that you're invested so you can get some knowledge that you don't have. I found small tweaks can lead to big gains when you have the right knowledge. Yeah, it's the hair and the, not the sloth, tortoise. the tortoise, tortoise and the hair. That's, <laughs> yes, that's what we're talking about. Tortoise and the hair. <laughs> that other, we could write sloth a new works one. too, right? Works. Sloth could work. <laughs> Jim, Jill, and Hogan come out with a new book. <laughs> And we're going to teach people the right way. Hey, I, I next think, book. <laughs> I think people might buy it. You never know. They love sloths. <laughs> we can sell this thing. Yes. We can sell it. With some good artwork. That's right. Yes. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So the second myth that a lot of people buy into is that rich people have high-paying jobs or high-level positions, and that's how they get to their place of wealth. What do you say to that, Chris? All right, I'm getting ready to chop these two down as well. Let's start with the high-paying job, right? People believe you've got to have a six-figure income or more in order to become a millionaire. 
one of the guys that I've talked to over the years, his name is Frank. Frank worked his tail off. He never made over $68,000 a year in his life. Okay. And by the time that he retired, he was a multimillionaire, never made over 68,000. But let me tell you this one, a third, we talked over 10,000. Again, a third of the millionaires that we studied never had a six figure household income. Hold on a minute. I said household. That meant if they were both working combined together, they didn't make six figures. Okay. This is really important for people to hear because you'll look at your income and say, well, I'm only making 50 or 56 or 60. And then you automatically think, well, it's not available for me to become a millionaire. No, it actually is. It's not about how much you make. It's what you're doing with the money that you do make. And when we have it tied up to consumer debt, the average person has around 35000 in consumer debt, thirty-seven five in student loan debt on average. And so if we can free up our money, what it does is it allows us to be able to invest so we can grow it the right way. Now, let's talk about positions. I was excited to see this stat because I wanted to know, what are the jobs of these millionaires? What do they do? Number one, the number one job of these everyday millionaires was engineer. Okay. And that didn't surprise me because engineers plan things. I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Number two were accountants. Well, okay. They know how money works. They know how to count. They know how to plan. That's great. The third one shocked me. The third one was teachers. What? Yeah. School teachers, college professors, teachers. Now you two, and I know these are the, that teachers are the most underpaid profession out there, right? They're dealing with these kids. I mean, that's a lot going so on. So is social work. Just got to make my plug. That's exactly right as well. And so you look at this and you go, well, how, how in the world are teachers on there? You know, doctors and attorneys, they were in the top 10, but they didn't make the top five. And so after teachers, you had managers of all types, whether you're a manager in a department store, you're a manager in a grocery store. So it, again, it's not about some highfalutin job with some super high income. And so I want people to know this because it helps them to understand that it's possible for them to. And I think that was the thing that I really loved about the book is helping people to debunk these myths so you can see the truth and then you make a decision for yourself. Chris, I've got to be honest. I think a lot of what you're saying is scary. And let me explain, because if you take away my excuses to not do better and aim higher with my finances, it's that the devil that you know is better than the devil that you don't know. I'm comfortable having my excuses and living the way that I want to live, imagining that this is not attainable for me. But then to hear your words and saying, there are a good portion of people, there is a third of people out of the people that you have interviewed who are everyday millionaires who don't make six-figure salaries within their household and are not in high-level positions. I mean, what does that mean for me? That calls me to a higher level of accountability with my finances. And there's a little bit of, of concern. It's scary to then say, well, now what does this mean? And now that I know, not knowledge is power, but there's also responsibility with it then. Well, you're exactly right. And I would want people as they hear it, I don't want it to be scary. I do want it to be startling, right? I want you to go, well, wait a minute. If they can do it, right? If Frank, who never made more than 68,000 can do it, then what's my excuse? And you're absolutely right. I want to take the excuses off the table, 
right? And I'm a former athlete. And so I'll never forget one of my coaches. I was young. I was 17 years old on a college campus in college. And we were doing a scrimmage and I missed the tackle. And he called me over and he got my name wrong for the first six months I was there. <laughs> he called me Curtis. Okay, people, my name is Chris. Yes. Right? But what's funny about it is it happened so much that I started answering to it, right? He's like, Curtis, get over here. And I was like, good Lord, here he goes again, right? And he goes, why didn't you make that tackle? And I was like, coach, the man was holding me. The referee didn't throw the flag. And he just looked at me with disgust after I rambled for like two minutes with my excuses. And he looked at me and he said, an excuse is the skin of a lie wrapped with a reason. And he said, now go over there and sit down. And I went over and he came over a few minutes later. He goes, you, Curtis, you remember what I told you? And I laughed and I go, coach, you said something about skin, lies. I don't know, dude. He said, an excuse is the skin of a lie wrapped with a reason. Then he bent down and looked me in the eye and he said, son, don't make excuses, make plays, right? It was a grow up moment for me. And in looking at it, too often times we can make excuses. And I don't mean that people don't have some tough things to overcome, I'm not saying that. We all have different start points. Some people have some legs up over others. The goal is, though, is we're running the same race. And just like in the tortoise and the hare, you get an opportunity to determine your speed and what you're running toward. And so it's a matter of us making a decision. We have to let go of some things. We have to let go of victim thinking, right? This is something that's prevalent in our society right now, that if I haven't done something or reached something, that I got to find somebody to blame because it's going to make me feel better, right? Or, or I can talk about the family that I came from and, and, and that, you know, well, they didn't teach me and I didn't know. Okay, that's great. But now you can. As an adult, I talk about in the book, you don't need your parents' permission slip anymore. You don't need them to sign it for you to go on the field trip like you did in fourth and fifth grade. As an adult, you get to sign that permission slip with your effort every day. So guess what? The ball's in your court now. Make a decision. And if you guys have my book, if you don't have it, I'll send it to you. But I want you to do something. I want you to take the cover of the book off. And I want you to see the secret message in there. It's right on the front, and it firmly affirms what I'm talking about, that I believe people can do this. I just think with the right information, the right belief system, and then taking the right actions, starting today, don't look back to five and six years ago. We can't go back and do anything about that, but I can't control this day. And it's called a present for a reason, because it's a gift we have to be able to make decisions for ourselves and our future right now. Can I just get a pep talk from you about uh, every week? <laughs> Ultimately, what I'm hearing from your mouth, Chris, is hope. That yes, there's a calling up to a higher standard. There is adult thinking and living and behaving that we need to implement with our finances. But ultimately, you're describing hope. And we all need that. We all need that right now. You know, as a company, I've been a part of Ramsey Solutions for 15 years now. And so I've had the opportunity to work side by side with Dave and this company. That's what our company is about, is hope. And whether it's helping people bring hope into their financial situation, helping young people with our foundations curriculum begin to learn this stuff early, whether it's with our smart dollar program, helping people have hope inside of the job market, the place where they work, or if it's us giving hope inside of leadership with Entree Leadership. That's what we're about. And we feel like if we can put that message out for people and you hear it enough, hopefully, as I travel across the country and speak, or I used to, I'm doing a whole lot of Zooms now, ladies. But traveling across the country, that you can get people to hear it and say, I can do this. And, and that's really our goal. Absolutely. Let's touch a little bit on our last minute 
about that starting line that people start from. So the third one is that millionaires come from wealthy families. What do you have to say about that? We found that almost 80% of the millionaires didn't inherit a dime. You know, you look at that and you realize these were all people that were first-generation millionaires. It wasn't handed to them. Like I said, the people that were homeless or the people that came from really tough backgrounds growing up. One gentleman lived in several different foster care homes growing up. His mom had some mental issues. His dad was an alcoholic. But this young man still pushed himself and went to the Army, came out, went and got his degree and as a teacher and retired with a net worth of $3.5 million. And so it's not about it being handed to you. It's not. It's about you making a decision about what do you want. And I'm the father of three boys. And I know what I want for my boys. And I know what I want for my great, great, great grandkids one day is that it started with me. I'm the one that's responsible for this. And just like the Vanderbilts, the Roosevelts, the Rockefellers, the Marriott's, the Hilton's, someone had to have a dream big enough, right? And have to be willing to make the sacrifices to chase it. And I want more and more people doing that. I firmly believe that's the way we heal this nation. We get enough of us on a firm foundation that we can reach back and be able to help people that are in need. And we can continue to do that without strings attached because we don't have debt strapped around our hearts. All of these are yes and, that that maybe wealthy people did get lucky. Maybe there are some people who are millionaires who do make six figures every year, and maybe there are millionaires who come from wealthy families, but that is not only the people who represent millionaires. That does not have to limit us in our thinking and in the way that we manage our finances, that this is possible for us. Yes, yes. You know what else is possible? Something... That is amazing. And we get to do every week. Oh, it's the Bill of the Week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. Oh, okay. That's the part where we yell. I, where we we yell. warned you. Yeah, you all just yelled at me. <laughs> all right, I'm a little nervous right now. So what is this bill of the week thing? All right, Chris. So every week we invite a listener or our guest onto the show to give us their favorite bill. So our intro music that you did sadly not get to hear gives some examples, you know, like the Buffalo Bills or Duck Bills, oh. um, baby's named Bill, you know, whatever. Okay. Anything okay. bill related. It can be a bill you paid off. All right. All right. So my favorite bill. All right. I'm going to change this up. I'm going to go with a person. My favorite bill is Bill Cronin. Bill Cronin was one of my football coaches from back in college, was an incredible encourager, was a gentleman that didn't let you make excuses. He wanted you to be a part of a team and understand your role, but he always was pushing us to get better. And I'm so grateful for men like him and teachers that I had and my family members that saw more in this little country boy than maybe I saw in myself. And so he is, without a doubt, my favorite Bill, that as an encourager and an educator and a coach, he strived to help us young people get better. That's amazing. I love that. 
And I think so much we see this when it comes to finances. We are whole people and we need to be in relationship. We need those encouragers. We need community around us to be able to aim at these things of generosity and being in the black in our finances. And it sounds like Bill was one of those people for you who really invested. <laughs> it's amazing. Without a doubt. No, you're right. We we definitely don't need to do this stuff alone. Life is about community. And I know this pandemic has been extremely challenging for a lot of people right now. I just want to encourage people to reach out and ask for help. If you're struggling with something, don't let our Western mentality of just grinning and bearing it or pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps on your own and just throwing your shoulders back and fixing it. No, reach out and get some help. And if it's financial, reach out. If it's with marital situations or relationships, get some help or mental issues. You know, we got to reach out. Let's become the best version of ourselves that we can because that means we get a chance to help someone else, either with the story of what we've overcome or what we've battled or us chasing down our dreams. Either way, we're writing a story. So pick up your pen and keep writing, right? We're going to have obstacles. We're going to have challenges in life. It's not that we stopped. It's how we got through it, over it, or under it. That's where we show that we survived and thrived. Amen. Yes. We we need to have like a Chris Hogan, like, inspirational phrase of the week. <laughs> Start adding that. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I just, I have been the recipient of so many people pouring into me that I, I feel that that's the call on my life is to encourage other people. And, you know, I want your listeners out there to know, regardless of where you are today, it doesn't have to be where you end up, right? Where you are right now doesn't have to be where you end up unless you stop. So do yourself a favor. Don't stop. Like keep pushing forward because better is available. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial.
And now it's time for the lightning round. Yes. yes. That was yes. my favorite lightning yes. round introduction yes. we've ever had. Usually I try to make my own noises into the microphone, but that was better. That uncomfortable. Her, cool. Yeah, it's always un- uncomfortable for me. Well, today's lightning round is called If I Were a Rich Girl. So we are all going to take turns and say one thing that you can't, you just can't justify buying now, but you definitely get it if money were no object. Okay. I don't have to be a girl, do I? <laughs> no, no. Okay, that might be a little be, bit of a stretch of, for you. Yeah, if I were, if a, rich I were a rich girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you two, okay, I get to ask. I'm going to flip the script on this thing. Jill, yes. if you were a rich girl and money were no object, what do you Hopefully this can count. It's something that my husband wanted to buy. This is a very recent, very raw example. My husband found a used water feature originally from Restoration Hardware this past weekend on Facebook Marketplace. We just bought a new home and he's been talking about wanting to have a massive water feature inside in our living room. Ah. He's amazing and he has visions and usually I support them, but this time it was a hard no and it took no... No thought for me. If money were no object, if I were a rich girl, I definitely would have said, of course. It took no thought. That is not what we're spending $350 on. It, of course, then led to some marital tension. So we, you know, we moved through it. But I do think if I were a rich girl, it could have saved some marital tension from happening. All right. Very good. Very good. Okay, Jen, if you were a rich girl and money were no object, what are you buying? I'm buying the Aldi Wine Advent Calendar. It's 24 half bottles of wine in an advent calendar. Oh. Yes. And it's like 70 bucks. And I can't say I drink enough wine to actually get through it. And my husband doesn't drink wine at all. Okay. So I can't feel right about buying it. But if I were a rich girl... And had all the money in the world. Okay. I would get that Aldi wine calendar every year. So we've got water feature for Jill (laughs) and an advent calendar for Jen that has wine involved. We could just pair the two and we could turn the water into wine and we're done. And if we put those two together, we're not at five hundred dollars. I'm I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed. So listen, all right, one of you ask me the question. Chris, if you were a rich girl and money were no object, what would you buy? All right. If I was a rich dude, we're going to change okay, that. Okay, okay. Money was no object. I am buying a 2020 Harley Davidson Road King. <laughs> we're talking about it's around $24,000. That's what I would buy. I outdid you both. <laughs> That's, yeah. The difference between Chris Hogan and us is that he has... Class. Serious class. I've got goals. (laughs) But I can't justify that. But in my mind, when I see them riding around, I picture my hair blowing. Well, I don't have hair, my beard blowing. (laughs) If you were a rich girl, though, it might be possible. Hair, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, hair. Very fun. Yes. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much, Chris, for hanging out, having some fun with us, debunking these myths. Where can people get more from you? Because we know they want your content and your voice. Let's be honest. 
Well, I appreciate it. This has been a blast, you two. Thank you for having me. If people want more information about dealing with money, retiring with dignity, or wanting to build wealth, you can learn more by going to my website, chrishogan360.com. That's chrishogan360.com. Awesome. Amazing. Thanks so much. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thank you all so much. Man. That was good. Uh, he's such a joy to talk to, not only in his amazing sound bites that we could probably right? put in calligraphy on some signs in our house, but also, yeah, just his down-to-earth nature. And I mean, I've already said it. I just, I'm, I really enjoy his radio voice. So yeah, it's just all around a, a win, 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 win. So, but he's not just a pretty voice, Jill. I know that. That's why I highlighted the other <laughs> things first. He's not just a rich girl. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a rich girl, yeah, Jill. I know. He's a rich dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a wealthy dude aimed at generosity, which is amazing. So, we hope that this episode was encouraging for you all that you feel one step closer to shifting your mindset about what might be attainable for you. And it's scary. And that's why we're here for you. The Frugal Friends community, join us in our Frugal Friends community group on Facebook. Chat more about this topic. Let's talk about our whys behind even aiming at being in the black in our finances, how we might be able to get there, even on some of those smaller salaries like Chris was describing. So thanks so much for listening. We want to thank you for your kind reviews on iTunes and Stitcher like this one. It comes from underscore the alligator. That's awesome. The alligator. I like that. Titled Practical and Fun. It happens to be five stars. <laughs> they usually are. Uh, <laughs> she say, puts her hair back. Yes. Mm, mm. I never thought I would say this, but this budget podcast is fun. They make tough issues that are often stressful for me. So lighthearted and fun. I also love that all of their suggestions are practical. So many budget blogs and podcasts make suggestions like growing your own food, <laughs> harvesting your own eggs from pet chickens and making your own laundry detergent as money saving tips. Those ideas are nice, but they are not practical for our fast paced life. Frugal Friends gives practical tips and view time as money, which it is. So thankful I found this podcast and I can't wait to keep listening. Yes, the yes. alligator. You know us. We are so glad to have you part of this community. Looks like I'm taking that grow your own food episode out of the lineup. <laughs> pet chickens might be fun, but... I'm also taking the pet chicken episode out. <laughs> yes. Whatever. I am impressed by people that can keep pets, mm-hmm. especially pets that lay eggs that you can eat. That's, that's cool for them. It is cool. It's awesome. One day, I would love to be one of those people. I would absolutely love to be one of those people, but I cannot. So thank you so much, Alligator. We also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode and tag us on Facebook or Instagram, we're adding you to our monthly drawing. For every five tags and reviews we get every month, we're giving away a copy of the Frugal Friends workbook. You heard us mention it at the top of the episode. It's really great. 
Yup, yup. You want that. So whether you buy it or you win it, it's going to be great. So keep leaving us reviews on iTunes or Stitcher. Send us a screenshot of that review to our email, frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. That'll enter you into that monthly drawing. And still don't forget to tag the latest episode on social. Yes. And we will see you next week. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriano. Jill, how did it make you feel when um, our rich life purchases totaled less than five hundred dollars? <laughs> I didn't even think about no it. Object. I know if money was no object. I would buy a box of wine for seven, a whole box of wine with like forty-eight glasses of wine, right? Which is like. Yeah, a few bottles of wine for $70. (laughs) Which is amazing, but I think goes to show the the type of... Uh, not uh, sacrifice is a bit dramatic, but how we have tempered ourselves and the areas that we choose to cut so that we can spend in other areas. And I think ultimately (laughs) the reason I shared mine, which is even still like 10 times the amount that yours was not really four times. (laughs) I can do math $350. That's still a decent amount of money, but ultimately it would have been great because I wouldn't have had to um, experience tension with my husband over that. Yeah. Eric is a rich girl <laughs> in his head. Yes. He has all the answers for you on what he Eric would spend is a the rich money girl. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, there's still tension when there's money. There's actually probably more tension when there's money. So I'm not trying to act like that would solve all of our problems. I just thought it was so funny. Like, yeah, I just completely shut the poor guy down and he's just trying to make our home beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, nope. I mean, in your defense, every time I go to your house, there's something else there <laughs> yes. that he has purchased from Facebook Marketplace. There's something new. To be fair, it's from Facebook Marketplace, and that's good, and we are still setting yeah. up. We did not bring much from Pennsylvania to Florida. <laughs> uh, most of it's necessary, or uh, we're not going into debt for it, which is great, but then in yeah. that process, we've got to be pretty vigilant on where are we spending and we don't, sky is not the limit over at the Sirianni household. <laughs> we don't have money for a $350 water feature at this juncture. <laughs> but why? <laughs> yes. Why? <laughs> and if for you, you have a water feature inside your home, Why don't you? Yeah. Well, why don't you just drink a half glass of wine every night from your advent calendar? Because it's just not the best thing for us. We've learned to be adults and say no to either ourselves or our spouses. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, adulthood. Yeah. Whatever. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.